0: Hello beautiful people, welcome to another episode of the Word of Podcast, your daily Bible study companion. We hope you've been blessed by previous episodes. If you're new here, we'd like to say a big welcome. We believe you're not here by accident and we've got something great for you today. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, tea or juice and let's get right into it.
1: James chapter 1 verses 22 23 and 24 i'm taking it from new king james version but the doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror for he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he is James chapter 1, verses 22, 23, and 24. I am taking it the second time, but now from the New International Version. Do not merely listen to the Word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the Word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what it looks like. But be doers of the word. But be doers of the word. New King James Version started our verses for today. This set of verses that we've read today tells us an important characteristic of the word of God. That our exposure And exposure now means our hearing and our reading of the Word of God is not meant for thoughts or knowledge only. Rather, the Word of God requires that anyone that is exposed to it puts it to practice. Okay? Because we we live in a world or in a generation nowadays that celebrates thoughts and scholarship rather than practical and entrepreneurship. I, I don't know whether that makes sense, but let, let, me, let me rephrase it in this way. We live in a world where we focus on gathering knowledge rather than putting to practice the things that we've learned. So, uh, so you will see people go to school, they study B.S.C., MSc, they get to Ph.D., And they've studied all their lives, political science, for example. But they have never once in their life gone and tried their political theories in the polling booths or at the world level. Does that make sense? Let me add another layer of explanation to it. We have people who are more focused in appearing to know something. All right, appearing to know something. In our days and in our generation, intelligence is is really measured by how much knowledge somebody possesses of something, but not how much of the understanding of that thing we can see in their lives or how much they've put it to practice. Now, because We are in such a generation and we are in such a time in human history where knowledge is celebrated. And knowledge is a good thing, don't get me wrong. When knowledge is celebrated. We we tend to to focus on the accumulation of knowledge rather than on the practicability or putting to use of the things that we know to be true. So this scripture today or these verses today are telling us Something very vital about the Word of God is that the Word of God is not something you are exposed to just to improve your knowledge only. No. It's why the Spirit of God is not just the Spirit of knowledge, it's also the Spirit of wisdom, and the Spirit of counsel, and the Spirit of might, because it doesn't focus on knowledge only, it focuses on things that will help you put to use the things that you are exposed to about God. And I think this is very important and is fundamental to our faith. Because when we look at the word of God in Genesis, when we first got the the, the express image of what the word of God is, every time God speaks, something must happen. The word of God is creative. And so every time God speaks, there must be a corresponding action. He spoke to the darkness and fleshed out the wonder of light. There must be a corresponding action. Now, so when God is, if, if we understand that, that means that when God is speaking to us, he's expecting an action out of us. He's not expecting assent. He's not expecting memorization of verses. He's not expecting expecting the ability to argue based on scripture. He's expecting the ability to put into action the things that we've learned. Or the things that we've heard, or the things in his world that we have been we have become exposed to, that is why James is admonishing us that we must be doers of the world and not what hearers only. Meaning, there, there are two levels there's a level of hearing, and there is a level of doing. Okay, now you can't do without hearing. It is the things that you have heard or you have read or you've become exposed to that you put into practice. But it says that if we if we become too content or if we become in any form content with level one of just hearing the word of God, we are only living in self-deceit. We are deceiving ourselves. Do you get that? It says, but be doers of the word. And not hear us only, deceiving yourselves. If we stop our exposure or if we stop or we we peg or limit the importance of our exposure to the word of God in terms of hearing and studying it, to just accumulation of knowledge about God, it says that we are living in self-deceit. The way we will know that a message of God has been passed across to us, the way it will be reflected in our life, that the, that, that the words or the messages that we've listened to and that we've received from God has really been passed across, will be seen in the things that we do, in the actions that we, that we put that we set in motion, in the steps that we take as a result of what we have heard from God. The Bible says, Abraham, God told Abraham, leave your your family. We know the story. And Abraham stood up and left. That word would have been useless in Abraham's life if Abraham had not taken the action. And not taking an action or doing something according to the word of God is essentially self-deceit. You are deceiving yourselves. And so he goes further in verses Um, in the two two remaining verses, that's verses 23 and 24, and says, if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he says the only way you will understand what that person is that you need to check out when a man looks himself in the mirror. Now, when you go to the mirror to look at yourself, let's say you're going out for a gig and you're dressed up, and while you're dressing, you are thought that, you know, a particular shirt is going to go with a particular pant. All right. And so but when you are done dressing in your head, you have an image of how the shirt and the pants you look. All right. But when you are done dressing, it is expedient and it's usually expected that you look at yourself in the mirror. Now, if you look at yourself in the mirror and it's very clear that the combination that you are wearing is not all right. What you are expected to do is go and change the combination or perhaps the shirt is wrinkled or the pants is torn. Or the shoe is not looking right. What is expected of you after looking at that mirror of, your, of a reflection of yourself is that you go and change what you are wearing. That means you are taking an action. Now, it says anyone who listens to the word of God is like anyone who looks at themselves in the mirror. And they don't change anything about what the, the way they are dressing. And immediately they step out, they forget. Immediately they step out, they forget. In fact, this is also telling us that anyone who stops at hearing the word of God only will forget what they have heard from God. I don't know the promises that God has given you. I don't know the instructions that you have received from God. But if you are not putting them to practice, you immediately forget. And when you hear the immediately forget, you remember the parable of the sower. It means that anything you are not putting into practice is like a word that is sown on the wayside. That the enemy quickly comes and eats up, so that you quickly what? Immediately forget. Praise God. And then when you also hear that a man look at himself in the mirror, you remember when Apostle Paul was writing, he says, We all with open faces behold us in the mirror the glory of God, and we are being changed. We are being changed, that means we are changing to become what, we are being changed into the same glory. From what? Glory to glory. Meaning as we continue to look into the mirror and we are seeing the glory, we are changing. We are taking actions with which we will become conformed to what we can see in the mirror. The word of God is, in these verses, the word of God is the mirror. That shows who a man looks like, and who he is meant to look like. Do you get what I'm saying here? Does that make sense to you? Okay. Now, the word of God shows who, what a man looks like, and what he is meant to be looking like. Anyone would then listen to the word. You hear the word, you study the word, you read it on your own. And that word does not leave you with a corresponding action. And that you start immediately after listening to that word, after studying that word, and you start immediately to take certain actions in your life, you are living in self-deceit. And you're not going anywhere. That's what the scripture is telling us. That's what these verses are telling us today. And so what does this mean for us? It means that we need to change our approach to listening to messages our approach for studying the Word of God. First of all, we need to repent, okay, and ask God to forgive us for every time that we have stopped short by listening to sermons and by listening to messages and by studying the Word only without taking the requisite action. The second thing that it leads us to is to then make up our mind that when we take our Bible from today henceforth, or when we listen to a message from today henceforth, the first thing that should be in our mind is that we are coming to listen to something that will result into us taking actions in line with what we have heard. I mean, you study scriptures and the Bible says, clap your hands, O oh ye people, and shout unto God, and you just read it and smile. No, 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 you are not responding. You are to clap at that point and make a joyful noise to God. So those two things, repent and let's go to God and say, Lord, we are sorry for every time that we stop short by just hearing, by merely listening to the word and not intending to put it to work or to put into practice the things that you are sharing with us. And say, Father, in the same vein, from today henceforth, every time we are opportune to be exposed to your word, grant us the grace. To be able to put to work the things that we have heard, the things that we have studied, the things that we have learned, the things that the Holy Spirit has shown to us, so that we will not be living in self deceit. And so, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. God bless you.
0: See you tomorrow for another episode. Thanks for tuning into the Word of Podcast today. We hope you've been inspired by God's word. If you've got any questions or comments, you could leave them at the comment section below or email us at worduppodcast21 at gmail.com. we would be delighted to read from you. You could also do it by letting us know where you're listening from and how this program has blessed you. See you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the Word Up Podcast. God bless you. Bye-bye.